Welcome to Life in Progress. I'm your host, Tia. And I'm Solomon Ray. You all know that we're friends. You all know we're going half on a baby. But what you didn't know is that we're also going half on a business. And this week, we'll let you in on some of the details. We'll also be taking a deeper dive into what I did to prepare for our IVF journey and what so many people don't realize when it comes to the man's side of the reproductive equation. And we find out what made Solomon say this. I would want to kill myself. Like, <laughs> and you're losing your teeth? Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. We also share our high note and our low note of the week. Now let's get into the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to A Life in Progress. This is me, Solomon Ray. And I'm Tia. And welcome to another episode. Um, Before we get started, we definitely want to give a shout out to people who have rated and reviewed our podcast, Five Stars. And Five Stars Only. Because if it ain't Five Stars, we don't want it. Take it back. Keep it. So today (laughs) we want to give a shout out um, to Fido03. 31615. They write, Congratulations. Facebook brought me here. I've probably been following Tia for years, ever since we met in our PM group. What does PM mean? Paul Mitchell. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. wild. Okay. Her dresser. <laughs> I got to practically watch her girls grow up and was able to see the amazing journey she has been on. I'm so happy to see that she's on this journey and I can't wait to hear more. Yay, thank you, friend. Um, we also have a review from Red Cups. It's titled Bullying Works. <laughs> she wrote, don't threaten us on this podcast either, LOL. But just in case, hi, I'm rating this podcast five stars because I just know it's going to be informative, insightful with a sprinkle of humor and a whole lot of truth. Plus, I feel like entering a new decade in my life. I'll be 30 in November. Happy almost birthday. I'm all for the parenting advice and preparing for that moment in time when it's my turn to be a mother. May this journey and experience be a blessing to you and your family and to those who are beginning their journey alongside Life in Progress. Thanks so much, Red Cubs. What a lovely little review. And we have one final one from Guadalupe. She writes, congrats, proud of y'all. What are you not good at, Solomon? (laughs) Cooking, podcast, advice, comedy, common sense. Yes. Come on, common sense. Right? Can't (laughs) wait to watch your story unfold. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for these reviews. Um, Keep them coming. Yeah, if you're inclined, please go on Apple Podcasts and you could not only rate the podcast, but you can also write a review. You can also go to Spotify and rate the podcast. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm trying to really enter my fatherhood era and I'm trying to like really dial back on the bullying (laughs) but I'm going to let you guys know if it's not five stars please don't do it we don't care we don't need it we don't want it we're not interested yeah no hold on to it 
So thank you guys so much um, for that. And let's get into the show. So let's do our check-in. This is a time in the show where we kind of just check in on where we are, where our mental health is, how we're feeling. So Tia, how has your week been? It's been good. Um, No COVID. No COVID. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. No COVID. Finally, we ain't in no hospitals. We Mm -hmm. ain't down bad with COVID. Oh, your check-ins like (laughs) the last. They've been horrible. (laughs) They've been very ominous. But we're good this week. This week was a lot of catching up because I have been, um, you know, kind of preoccupied and sick and everything else these past couple of weeks. So... I've had to catch up with work and just kind of get back into like my normal group of things. But I'm glad we're back. Um, What did I do this week? I really just worked and took care of the kids. You know, it's what I do every week, Pinky. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? It was good. I, you know what? It kind of dawned on me that I really genuinely come alive when I'm around like family. Mm-hmm. And so I went to my parents' house this weekend or was it last weekend? When did I pick up my Christmas tree? I think it was this weekend. Yeah. This past weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was in San Diego doing something. <laughs> Anyways, um, Serena came over yesterday to help me with, um, we're actually getting. Um, all the Santo Santo jewelry mm, that's mm-hmm. remaining and putting that on the Sorry Beauty site yeah. to kind of just kind of not get rid of it. But so many people have been asking like, oh, I want to order another um, Virgen de Guadalupe pendant. Mm-hmm. How do I do it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, <I'm I> just... here. <laughs> so Serena agreed to come and just kind of help transfer things to that from that site to ours. Hey. And it was just nice to... You know, be around, you know, like your best friend and her baby. Yeah. And one thing that was really nice was we were talking yesterday and she was like, oh, yeah, this is on auto pay. This bill's on auto pay. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, girl, everything I do is on auto pay. I know. And we stopped for a moment. We're <laughs> like, you know, we kind of appreciated that because mm-hmm. if you would have told us this 10 years ago, mm-hmm. our lives would be able to have bills on auto pay. Crazy, right? Which to some people may not be a big deal but like for us is you know and so it just was a good feeling to be with a friend that I've known for decades Mm -hmm. and just to see how our lives have changed how it's improved she has a baby and yesterday I was on the floor with Nori she's so stinking cute she really is I miss them Serena when I need to see you again I miss you <laughs> so I, I got hold on. Side note. So I called Serena, maybe like a month ago, mm-hmm. and I said, Serena, we need to talk. <laughs> Serena's like, Oh shit, what is it? And I said, Okay, you need to know this, and I want you to know this is coming from a very genuine, you know, area. Mm-hmm. I'm being very honest with you. I would never lie to you, but yeah. I need you to know. Your baby is very cute, and I don't think everybody's babies is cute. <laughs> no, for real. For real. You know, because I, I feel like, okay, not to be shady, but, like, I, I genuinely feel like most, I think, like, kids and babies just kind of look universally okay. Yeah. You don't really grow into your looks till later on. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't really matter yeah. what they look like in the early. It's like, exactly. it's, what's the final right. result? What, what's our final destination looking yeah. like? Yeah. That's what matters. Yes. Yep. Horrible. Like looks really matter. Like, 
<laughs> so I told Sabrina, so she's so darn cute. And yeah. I just cannot stop looking at her. I know. So I was on the floor with, with Nori. And um, I was like, I mean, I didn't get like emotional or nothing. But I was like, I cannot. I really hope that everything goes smoothly for Tia and I. Because I would love nothing more than both of our kids to be close in age. Yes. And we're like, it really doesn't matter, you know, the, mm-hmm. about age and stuff. I was like, but, you know, it's nice. it would be nice for them to kind of. Yeah. Because, you know, like we're kind of entering an adulthood in our generation now to where people are not having huge families mm-hmm. with like six, seven kids. Yeah. And like you got 50, 11 cousins right. and stuff. Right, exactly. So yeah. that's what I grew up with. Yep. And so I'm like, I definitely, yeah. you know. I hope everything goes well. And so like, you know, she has like a little play person. Yeah. And so yeah, like I have like this story I, I shared on my podcast of um I was thinking, I was like, what if I had a little boy mm-hmm. and they're like about a year apart? And I was like, what if they're like best friends? And I'm yeah. walking up to my stairs when I was with my parents. And I like I don't know why I didn't think about this. And I was like, oh my God, it would be like a little Solomon and a little Serena. Ew. When I tell you I busted out crying in the middle of walking up the stairs, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It would be like a little Solomon and a little it Serena. Would. It really would. That is the sweetest I know. thing. Oh. So needless to say, I, I had a it. really good um, week and good yesterday. Good. <sighs> I mean, I know I kind of mentioned some of this last week with you, but like I did go to McDonald's yesterday. <sighs> But I didn't finish it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm collecting all my boo buckets. You are. So we did a trade. Yes. You want to tell them about <laughs> Lola and I's trade? Oh my gosh. So Lola has two boo buckets so far. We got a white one first. And then the other day we got a green one. And then last night Solomon was on Instagram Live and he was showing us his boo bucket collection. <laughs> and he was only missing the green one. And that happened to be the one we had just gotten. And so I was kind of getting Lola and I packed up to head over here today. And I texted him, I said, How many of the orange boo buckets do you have? And he goes, I have two. I have two of those. I have two white ones. I have a purple one. I said, well, and I asked Lola, I said, I said, I think uncle has a, has an orange one. Cause she wanted orange. I said, I think uncle has an orange one. Would you trade him your green one? She said, yeah. So I text you just to make sure you had two <laughs> orange ones and you did. And I said, okay, uncle has it. She said, okay, cool. So she grabbed her green boot bucket. And so I was like, deal. And so, as soon as we got here, she handed him the green one and they came upstairs and made their trade. And they're both very happy with but their But the boot deal almost didn't go through. It almost didn't. She found out I had a purple she one. She saw the purple and was like, ooh, let me get that. He was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the deal, a deal is a deal, and yeah. the deal was already made. It was already I said, solidified. Yeah. I said, "Girl, you don't know how hard it is to get these purple ones. We'll find you one. We will get you one." But the it ain't happening ones, today. I'm, I'm, they're they're hard. Yeah. But my cousin, That's so funny. who lives um, like twenty minutes north of where I am now, she. Um, the funny thing is, ever since I went on a rampage about these boot markets, <laughs> so many people, Brisa hit me up, my cousin, everyone's, everyone's literally sending me photos of like, yeah. I got my boot bucket. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, at the time, now that I have the whole collection, you could be happy for it. I'm okay. I could be happy for them. Cause I was like, happy for you. Right. You know, don't like, mean it. <laughs> 
but she had a purple one and I was so jealous. And that I was like, so which funny. one did you go? I mentioned it on Snapchat and in one of the comments, someone gave a location. Yeah. They knew like, because people know I live in San Diego or close to San Diego. Yeah. And they're like, this is, go to this location in Lemon Grove. Yeah. And Serena saw it. She said, do you want me to go pick it up for you? Yes. So she did. <laughs> That's a friend. Mm -hmm. That is a friend. I love it. And she was getting her nails done in one part of San Diego. And she there was a McDonald's there. Yeah. And she went, she was like, I'll just see if they have it. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're only serving, we're serving breakfast now. And she was like, well, what colors do you have? Right. And they're like, orange. She said, okay, no. No. She, mm -mm. she, so she was like, I had to drive all the way back yeah. to Lemon Grove to pick this up. I get it. That is I said, well, you know what? Honestly, orange. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the things that matter. And I will and I'm not even really trying to gas it. When I'm old, I will literally think about think that. Think that about the boo bucket. I'm like, that is really what a friendship She's is about. A friend. Regardless of everything else. Fighting through traffic. Yep. She got Speaking that, that purple boo bucket. Fighting Bitch. through traffic. Let me tell you. So I can see where Tia is, I guess. I didn't know this, but like on He I has message, my location. You can see Whatever. And so whenever she's driving on the freeway, <laughs> the way that her little icon pops, like it it moves down the freeway. Be jumping. It is. It's like leaps and bounds. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I will never understand this. Driving. But how? Because there's other people on the freeway. It's not like you have an open road. This is not Germany. I <laughs> Listen, I am one of those people. You know how some people will pick a lane and just ride it in whatever the person in front of them is doing. That's what they're doing. No, I'm going to get in whichever lane is moving the fastest at any given moment. If the that means lane. I'm in the number one lane Same. and then I'm in the number four lane, then I'm in the number three lane, then number two lane. we going to dip and dodge. The slow lane is really the fast lane. It is now. Because everyone in the in fast it. line, fast lane, don't mm -hmm. know what they're doing. Be playing. So you got to be in that third lane. Mm -hmm. That's always a good one to mm -hmm. kind of stay in. But the one I'm learning to stay in the most is the one all like the number yeah. one lane. Mm -hmm. I stay in the slow one. The only time I'll get, well, not the only time, but one of the times I will get out of it is if like there's a there's an on ramp and it's like a lot of cars merging on and stuff mm -mm. or one of the yeah, lanes is go. merging in. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Go. I got to get out of there. Mm -mm. Yeah. Can't do you that. You cannot drive like a bat out of hell in that. Mm -mm. Nope. So I'll move over. But the thing that pisses me off is when people drive like speed limit in the carpool lane. That works me to no end. Oh, why are you doing 65 in this lane? Why are you even doing 70? Honestly, why are you doing under 90? Honestly, in this lane? under 90. It's carpool. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, like I, I really second this. Yeah, it's like a privilege to be in the carpool lane. It is a major privilege. Yes. You have to work at it. I cannot yes. wait to be able to use that carpool lane. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Do you know how often I'm in that carpool lane with nobody in the back? And I just, oh, I just already know. I'm like, if I get pulled over for this, I'm just be like, oh, officer. I always have my kids. It's just creature of habit. I totally oh. forgot. I usually have someone in the back seat, and they go and look back there, see that little car seat. And understand. So. See, my <laughs> car's incredibly tinted, so I'm hoping that kind of holds me up. Get your car seat now. But I'm about to, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that car seat to yes. come in. I'm going to have that installed. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, where's the baby? Mm, first trimester. Right. In, in the lab. In the, <laughs> getting genetically tested exactly. at the moment. Still in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> In the Petri dish. In a freezer. In the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, I'd like to be prepared. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> when I tell you a mask. It's all my friends. You, Jonathan, Serena. Yeah. Y'all be driving. But you know what? I can't say it because I be driving a little out of control too. You be doing your thing. Well, I don't think you drive out of co- No. There's been a couple times I've been in the car with you and I'm like <laughs> holding my breath. But I'm Booty safe. Cheeks are clenched. But I'm safe. I don't be getting us in no accidents. That's true. Yeah. I've never I'm been a, in a car accident. Yeah. I'm a good defensive driver. Mm-hmm. I know how to drive. I know how to. Because honestly, and my parents, my dad always taught me this. It's not like you don't need to worry about your driving. You need to worry Everybody about else. everyone around you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm always I'm all, like when I'm driving, I'm always checking my rear view. I'm always checking my side mirrors. I'm always checking my blind spots. Yeah. Even if I'm just in my yeah. lane, I'm still looking because if somebody comes over on you or anything like that or the person behind you, like if traffic starts to slow up in front of me. First thing I do is look at my rear view to see what the car behind me is doing, because if you still going a little too fast <laughs> coming up on me. I need to know if I can swerve left or yeah. right and not get hit. Yeah. So, you know, to excuse me, to be a a fast driver doesn't automatically mean you're not a good driver. Most of the time, the people driving fast are good because they're confident. So what I've I don't even know if this is true, but I heard um, Germany doesn't have any speed laws. Yeah. And that, you and know, they have less accidents. They have less accidents. The Audubon. What does Audubon mean? You know what the Audubon is? It's a, a it's, it's a it's a like a high like a highway. Yeah, it's. And I don't think there's a speed limit on it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. We need to get there. <laughs> That's when we need to go on vacation. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I wonder if in Italy, because I remember um, I remember I was in Italy and I was taking an Uber from the, to, from the airport to my hotel. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, Tia, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like joking. I was nervous. He was yeah. doing like a hundred. <laughs> On the freeway, and but everybody else was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. can you uh, literally do this in an Uber?" <laughs> but I guess it's different. Maybe I have to check with it's Italy. Different. But like, I was like that low key. I was like, "Bitch, everybody, did, everybody going fast." <laughs> I know. But sometimes when you yeah. think about it, like driving is really wild because you're literally in a tin can going yes. ninety miles At per crazy hour. Crazy speeds. Yeah, we're not meant to do that. <laughs> We're not meant to do that. Like the first cars went like in like the twi- that's why excuse me, when you go up to um Pasadena, because you know those are like some oh, of the yeah. oldest freeways in California. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When you if anybody's been to Pasadena, you know their freeways, the um the lanes that you merge onto the freeway, there's literally like stop signs at them. Yeah. Like there's no way to merge. I hate that. Yeah, there's no way to really gain speed getting onto those freeways. They're very narrow. They're very windy. They are not made for today's cars. Yeah. But they were fine for back in the day when those freeways were built because cars were maxing out at like 30 miles an hour. (laughs) And I think that's probably where they should have stopped. Like that's what they were meant to do. Yeah. yeah, it's. I, I notice that every time I go to Doctor K's. Speaking of, I need to. Honestly, low key, <laughs> you might need a, a, a last minute Botox. I know. We, we you have might time. Might need to text her or something. I know. Like, girl, let me get a little. Yeah, you mm-hmm. only got a couple months. I think. I know. I don't even really know, but I'm assuming. Yeah, I think like I feel like December is probably my last chance. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that. Can you imagine, like? I mean, this sounds so vain, but like, I can't imagine being pregnant and having a moving face. 
Like, can you imagine having wrinkles and being pregnant? I, I would literally, honestly. It's a lot at once. <gasps> and it sucks, too, because, like, you think about it, your baby shower, your maternity pictures, all those things are towards the <gasps> end of your pregnancy oh. when anything you've done is already worn and off. And you can't do Botox when you're pregnant? Can't do it. Why? Because it's a toxin and you're carrying a living being in your body. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like it's in your bloodstream. It's like in your uh, your your muscles, right? <laughs> do, you, do you want me to experiment? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, you go my, check your bank account and look at what just came out of it. You let me know if you want me to experiment with injectables <laughs> on your non-free can you, baby. Can you imagine? Like, he's like fucking paralyzed. Right. Like, Half his face doesn't move. That'd be sickening. Permanent <laughs> Botox. It's like when you get vaccinated as you, when you're pregnant and it like carries over to the fetus. It does? Yeah. That's why you wow. get like your flu shot, all those things while you're be- pregnant. Oh. Because babies can't get them. Newborns can't get them. So you get them. Wait, you get then... vaccinated when you're pregnant? Yes. Because mm-hmm. it does what? It transfers to the baby. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah. I got I I don't remember if I got a vaccine when I was pregnant with Lola, but I know for sure I did with Lily because Lily was born in February in the middle of flu season. So I got my vaccination a few months before having her wow. so that she was covered because as newborns, like they can't get it. They can't get yeah, a vaccination. Okay. Yeah. So I got it. And then the, you know, it transferred the antibodies or whatever transfer over to the baby and protect them, too. For like, yeah. like a year or mm-hmm. something or I don't know. Yeah. For, yeah. That's wild. I know. So maybe Botox does the same. <laughs> that this is baby not... isn't crying. Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> this, he is. This is <laughs> he looks so happy. Can't move his face. <laughs> Can't show you any different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nothing, like I've, I've said this a million times, but nothing about pregnancy seems <laughs> enjoy. It just seems like, honestly... Hell <laughs> on earth. Like, there's so not funny. one moment I seem that, that to me would seem like enjoyable. Yeah. And then to have wrinkles on top of it, <laughs> I just, and then losing your hair. You know, some women lose their fucking teeth. I lost a tooth. No, Look. you didn't. Where's did that did? at? Oh my God, you did. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm gonna start I still crying. haven't gotten them replaced. <laughs> yeah. When did you lose it? So it broke. Um, during my pregnancy with Lola, oh my it cracked. God. Yeah, it weakened, and I forget what I was doing, what I was chewing on, what happened, but it cracked in half. And it was it was weak because just pregnancy, but also <sighs> I had HG, so I literally was throwing up all day every day. What's HG? Hyperemesis gravidarium. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. yes, the gravidosium or whatever, <laughs> the gravidasium. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't mind a little bit of the gravidasium. geraniums. Yes, I need some of that because then she say. Lose Most people weight. who have that, their babies healthy come out babies. healthy. So yeah. I wouldn't mind a little dose of the gravidesium. That's so funny. Yeah, but, you know, throwing up, think about it, stomach acid. And there's no food, so it's literally just acid on your Shut teeth 24-7. The hell, and it's just yeah. like soaking in all your nutrients or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my teeth got weak because oh that acid on my teeth all the time. And and it's it sucks, too, because <clears throat> doctors will tell you when you are dentists, they'll tell you when you throw up, you don't want to brush your teeth or rinse your teeth <gasps> right after because the acid from vomiting, um, if you brush right after that, oh it pulls God. enamel Shut off. Shut the hell up. Shut the yeah. hell up. So it was like, it was like, but I, I threw up all day, so I couldn't not, like I had to do it at some point. See, you know? this is why I'm 
really concerned because I just don't see you guys. She's like, oh, I, you know, she told me she's like, I really enjoy pregnancy and da 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 da. da. And literally every time <laughs> I learn something new from you, and now it just seems horrific. <laughs> we went to lunch like a few months ago, and she was like, yeah, it felt like I had food poisoning. And something else. Um, food poisoning and a hangover. And a hangover all at the same time. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds like I would want to kill myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're losing your teeth. Yeah. That is. N- yeah, I know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. But it's okay. I enjoy it. Not that, but I enjoy pregnancy. I love my body pregnant. I love dressing when I'm pregnant. I love, I don't know, I just, I enjoy Feeling a baby kicking. I enjoy the process of giving birth. I enjoy all that. That is so nuts. I don't know if people are listening to this and being like, yeah, me too. But It's very split. There are some people that absolutely hate pregnancy and there are some people that love it. Kourtney Kardashian was just talking about how much she loves being pregnant. Yeah, Serena was saying like she... She said, for the most part, she enjoyed it. She didn't have a bad or hard pregnancy. I think she said the only thing was she would get dizzy, and that was the only thing she's ever experienced. Yeah. She just got a little dizzy, dizzy towards spells. the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that is nuts. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its, you know, it has its ups, it has its downs. I'm trying to find a picture of my hair back um, after I gave birth, because that was pretty wild. What happened to your hair? It all fell out. <laughs> See, here we go again. <laughs> It's just some more, it just never ends. <laughs> I'm waiting for like a good thing that I was no. like, oh, you know, some people like, oh, I had long hair, long nails. <laughs> no, ain't got no teeth, bald yeah. headed. Yeah, like, I, was, I was a whole scallywag out here. Throwing up. I know. Falling over. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Like, oh my God. Yeah. What? That was just. I just had no, it, it literally fell out in clumps. It looked like, you know, when you see people, um, cancer patients, like going through chemo and their hair, yeah, just comes yeah, out yeah, in clumps. Yeah. that's what it looked like. <sighs> yeah. I was in Palm Springs actually, when it started falling out, I was on vacation. I had put a few, um, oh cornrows in mm-hmm. and I remember I went back to the hotel room. I'm trying to see if I can find pictures of that, but I went back to the hotel room after we had all gone swimming <clears throat> And I took a shower and I was like, oh, these braids are kind of tight. Like I'm a, I'm a, um, oh, here you go. That was the sink in the, uh, in the hotel. Oh my Lord. Yeah. It looked like little Edie from Grey Gardens (laughs) in the scene in the movie where she starts ripping out all her hair. (gasps) That was in the hotel. Yeah. And I was like, my, my, like these braids are too tight. I'm gonna take them out. So I went, I went back in the hotel, took the braids out and just everything started falling out. Tia. (laughs) In clumps. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. I'm okay looking for a surrogate <laughs> because this is nuts. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't, I just, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I was okay with it. I don't know. I see my enjoyment doesn't come from me looking ugly. Like, I literally <laughs> am temporary. at my worst. I mean, you don't look ugly, but like if I'm losing my hair, yeah. I felt like I wanted to literally jump off the Coronado Bridge <laughs> earlier this year with my hair transplant. I was down uh, in the dumps, friend. That down so in funny. the dumps. Oh, here's more. That's not the same pile that was in the sink. That's a different pile of This hair. is really nuts. <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? I know. But it's temporary stuff. <sighs> my hair came back. My 
I mean, my tooth hasn't come back yet, but I can get another you know tooth. <laughs> See, I'm not trying to laugh because that would have set me off. I can get another tooth. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all temporary stuff. So, you know. Which, this is the, actually a really good segue because I've been wanting to talk to um, our listeners <clears throat> and our followers and let them know that I am very, like, I think... Like I said, pregnancy is just, it freaks me out. It really does. Maybe because I'm a guy, but like losing your hair, postpartum hair loss, stretch marks, all these itchy skin. And right when we kind of started getting into um, kind of really kind of planning, having a kid together, Mm -hmm. um, you were like, oh yeah, there's this, there's that, there's that. And I was like, well, if you want, you know, you can use my skincare products mm-hmm. to help with stretch marks. And I started kind of developing a hair loss serum, kind of put it on the back burner. It was mm-hmm. taking too long. And needless to say, we decided that why don't we just go ahead and develop some of these products? Because mm-hmm. we're you're not the only one who's experienced postpartum hair loss yep. and, you know, itchy skin and right. stuff like that. Exactly. So, um we started working in like July, really. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. July. Fourth and of we July, don't have a actually. lot of products yet. So far, we have what? We have our stretch mark serum, a stretch mark oil that has an anti itch component to it. Um, uh, we've completed the hair loss, uh, the hair regrowth serum. Finally. I know everyone's everyone's been like super excited about that and, yeah. and waiting on that and banging down your door about that so we finally got that finished um and we've got some other stuff that we're like planning on on releasing for you know pregnant women postpartum women um and it's all stuff that works for everyone i think that was really important to us too that anyone could use these products and have them be um, effective and and useful and strong enough, mm-hmm. but also like absent of any sort of ingredients that would be harmful to a woman that's pregnant or breastfeeding or anything like that. Um, yeah, so, and yeah. it was so it, <clears throat> like working on this. My whole goal was, you know, I have a skincare line, um, and I was like, you know, if I have a child, like I'm probably gonna create stuff for my mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. And so I was gonna have like a little sorry beauty baby, baby. line or whatever. Yeah. And so once I've been working with this with you, it's been so great to have a mother of two who's gone through who yeah. literally has been a mother for ten years, yeah, two pregnancies and stuff like that. So it's nice to have your perspective because there's things that I think about, like, oh, let's do that, and you'll like have a a way of really um, elevating it and and making it that much better Aww. from your perspective. Yeah, you know, like I never even thought about um, when your skin is being stretched, it's itchy. Yeah, had no idea about that. Totally. Yeah, because I was like, oh, girl, just use the collagen serum. Right. Side note: Serena's been using the collagen serum on um, on her belly. Yeah, the line. And it's tightened up her whole belly, and then the line is gone. That's amazing. That's yeah, good. She, she was like, and that's fast too. I know. So she was really um, surprised with that. So Mm -hmm. needless to say, um, we have a stretch mark serum as well as a stretch mark oil. But we did keep the main active ingredients that is in um, the fan favorite collagen serum Mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. And one of the star ingredients of our hair regrowth serum is sheet placenta. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is, it's really funny because like it's a line for moms and we're using placenta in yeah, right? <laughs> so it all kind yeah. of works together. But, you know, placenta is, is, I mean, when you think about human placenta and the fact that so many mothers, you know, ingest their placenta after giving birth, whether it's, you know, smoothies or it's encapsulation or, you know, whatever it is, it's such, there's so many health benefits to putting it back into your body. You need your jacket? Are you cold? Oh, shoot. I'm Lone sorry. Here. here. Let me turn the AC off. <laughs> I brought her jacket. I already be knowing. I have the upstairs yeah. There's AC. Your jacket. Um, I'll turn the upstairs into AC <laughs> down or off. Do you need help? Okay. I think it's zipped, baby. I put it on all the way but it was <laughs> <laughs> You want some socks? She has some. She don't be wearing them. You need to unzip it, ma'am. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I asked if you'd like some help. Can I just help you? Okay. She's an independent woman. Five and grown. Grown. She's like, I got this, mom. Mm-hmm. Back up. <laughs> All right. You good? All right. Love you. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's so many health benefits to placenta. I mean, it's it's literally the life source for a growing fetus. Like it is the first life source that you have as a human being. Yeah. Like to not realize the, you know, health benefits of that and just the overall power of that is is wild. So you know, obviously we can't use human placenta in our in our formulation. Right. Just a minor ethical clause. You know, so that, you know, the next biologically best thing is, um, you know, sheep placenta. So yeah. we were able to source that, which was no easy task, but we did it. And, um, yeah, it's one of the many amazing active ingredients that we've put in this hair serum. And, you know, I think because with a with a with products that are specially formulated to be safe for uh, pregnant women and breastfeeding women, um, you really can't shortcut. You know, you can't put cheap ingredients in. You can't put stuff in that is like, well, you know, we could put these four or five great ingredients in or we could just use this one cheap one. That'll, you know, be a shortcut. So, you know, we've really taken our time and researched and made sure that we are using the best of the best and, you know, using multiple uh, active ingredients in each of our products to basically take the place of the stronger ones that aren't safe to use during pregnancy and postpartum. But, um, yeah, because we definitely wanted products that were good yeah and that really did and the that job. worked yeah yeah and like this has the hair regrowth serum does have an epidermal growth factor mm-hmm. so that's going to help get rid of like <clears throat> um help speed up cell <clears throat> turnover on your scalp mm-hmm. to kind of get rid of any dead skin cells and just making sure your scalp is super healthy right. and just a good scalp is always going to you need help. a good foundation yeah and then there's tons of really great potent oils it's going to help with blood flow there's also caffeine caffeine tea tree oil star of the thing of it all is the sheep placenta Mm -hmm. and i really low-key was fighting tooth and nail you already know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you already know girl as many sleepless nights for solomon and i (laughs) 
<laughs> we when I tell you, I'm so glad we got over that hump because it was it was giving oh. me the blues. Oh yeah. It was trying to get easy. this in. Because it's not an ingredient that <clears throat> when people think of hair loss, they're thinking about using. But there's so many um medical journals that I started reading and looking at research about mm-hmm. how people have used bovine sheep placenta as yeah. well as sheep placenta yeah. to reactivate dormant hair cells. Yes. And I said, mm, like, not me, like, not me giving <laughs> Nicki Minaj and like, I'll do my own research. Right. You know, like, mm, I'm not really sure that these scientists know what they're right. talking about. Mm-mm. So I had sheep placenta. I gave it to my mom and I was like, here, girl, if you want to use it, put mm-hmm. it on your hair, see if it works. Didn't even think anything of it. I was like, just put it out of my mind. Mm-hmm. About two and a half, three months later, my mom comes in the kitchen when I was living there. And she was like, Solomon, I've not had hair grow in this area for forever. And it was starting to little sprout, like little, little, cute little sprouts. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Let me fight. I'm going to fight even harder to get this in. Yes. So, but yeah, like it was just an important thing for, um, for us to create. But it was, I wanted... My whole rule of thumb in creating anything, and I'm so glad that we're on the same page about this, yeah. if it's not going to yield amazing results, I have, I want no parts. Yeah. There's I do no not point. care about it. Yeah. I can't ask people to pay for certain products. I can't put my name behind something. I can't passionately and wholeheartedly um, endorse something if I yeah. know it's just not going to work, you know? And there's so many hair regrowth contraptions and products and all this kind of stuff on the market that really don't work. And don't, the, the only don't. things that really work are Ooh, either surgical or prescription. Yeah. And so to have something, to be able to create something that, you know, is unlike anything else that's really out there and accessible without a prescription, accessible without having to go through anything invasive or surgical, you know, I'm, I'm so happy we've been able to do that. One of the things actually for it just, just popped in my mind just now <clears throat> when I was doing my research, they were comparing the results of sheep placenta, mm-hmm. um, with, um, minoxidil mm-hmm. and minoxidil is actually a blood pressure medicine. Yeah. And, but they, they realize when people are on minoxidil, they hair grow hair. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what, that's what Rogaine is. Exactly. And yeah. it's a foam. Yeah. But the thing about Rogaine it, that sucks is. It, when you use it, um, it, it penetrates into the hair follicle, but then it all, the hair follicle um, will let loose of the hair strand. Mm. So you'll lose mm-hmm. your hair, mm-hmm. but then it'll grow back it'll grow something new. a yeah. few months later. Mm-hmm. Well, this doesn't do that. Yeah. It just There's starts no loss. growing. Yeah. I'm like, this is not. And then yeah. also, because I am on minoxidil, mm-hmm. um, the pill form, mm-hmm. and I've been on it for like, I think I'm going on like seven, eight months now. Mm-hmm. And my doctor was like, you might get a little dizzy. And sometimes, <laughs> there's been some times I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> I'm a little shaky in here. Let, let, let me hold the counter real quick. No, I'd be like, let me. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm hilarious. saying? So it's nice to be able yeah. to use um, the hair regrowth serum. And also, it's not just for, and I'm happy that this is not just, just for women with postpartum yes. hair loss. It's so for people important. who... Male Just, pattern baldness, yeah. um, you know, from chemotherapy, from, al- you know, alopecia, traction alopecia, um, you know, 
wig like wearing wig wearing and braids and stuff which really yeah. is traction alopecia um just losing hair like our moms like just from yeah. age like there's so many uses for this outside of just um postpartum hair loss which is really you know something that was important to us when we were creating this line we want it to to prioritize pregnant and, and nursing women and be something that they can use and that's safe for them but we want it to be for everyone, for men, mm-hmm. you know, women without children, women with grown children, you know, and all of the above. So I think we've done a really good job at, um, at doing that. And yeah. I'm so excited. And so if, you know, if the Lord will and the creek don't rise, <laughs> you know, in the beginning of next year, that's when we'll probably like roll out like some pre-orders yeah. and kind of start rolling out the products mm-hmm. and getting them to you guys. But um, <clears throat> we do have... I want to say like 40 or so samples Mm -hmm. that we, we actually want to send them out to people to try. Yeah. And for, you know, like for three to four months, Mm -hmm. take before and after photos or photos through, preferably (laughs) photos throughout. We need some progress reports, you know, and we're, we want to send them out to people. So I don't remember the email. Um, the email is, it's actually in, it's in my text messages with you from, I think, from yesterday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. but we be cutting up in those text messages oh, like a lot of it's scrolling. Way far, <laughs> far back. <laughs> here it is: regrowthtrial tri- at gmail.com. Yes. So if you want to, if you are someone who is um, suffering from hair loss, um, postpartum hair loss, any sort of um, severe hair loss, please email us at regrowth trial at gmail.com um if you have any pictures or anything to kind there's only 40 and i'm i hate to be like this but i know the anticipation for this product when i mentioned it last year is astronomical Mm -hmm. so um I don't want to say like please your case, but like if you can just give us, don't just be like, hey girl, I want to try. Let it. me get some, right? You know, like let yeah. me know like what you're going because we want to get like people who probably gone through chemo. That yeah. we want men, we want women. You know, a yeah. whole. We want a good spread of types of hair loss so we can, you know, have kind of the clinical proof to back up you know this product and say yeah someone with you know that went through cancer treatment has tried it and it's worked for them someone with male pattern baldness tried it and it worked for them someone with postpartum hair loss you know so yeah we definitely want to you know just kind of hear your story and get a little bit of a background as to why you're suffering from hair loss and what kind of hair loss it is and Mm -hmm. you know the severity that sort of stuff so yeah feel free to um email us regrowth trial at gmail.com and hopefully sometime next week we'll start getting them out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. i'm excited but yes i mean we still got a show to do (laughs) (laughs) um this week we have a lot to talk about but before we do let's take a quick little break and see you soon And we are back. This week, um, I wanted to talk about something that was so new to me going into getting ready to have a baby that I just, I'm almost kind of like embarrassed to be like, bitch, I didn't even know like mm-hmm. this was like a thing. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> basically kind of dealing with like infertility on like the male spectrum of yeah. it, yeah. which I feel as though so many people 
put the brunt of infertility on women. Mm -hmm. And once I started to realize, like, it's really 50-50. Yeah. It just kind of really changed my whole perspective. Yeah. 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 Um, So this year, so right before, once we decided, like, this is what we were going to do, I kind of knew I needed to get, um, like, a semen analysis and figure out, like, what my numbers were, but I knew they were going to be low. I knew they were going to be possibly non-existent because for, I want to say since 2000, really 2001, that's when I, I got the final diagnosis, but like I naturally have very low testosterone mm-hmm. and all my doctors are like amazed at like, how were you able to work? How are you able to like go to the gym and stuff? <laughs> yeah. This mind, baby. Push through. This mind. The Capricorn will push through. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could be dying and not knowing. Like, oh, I'm just a little tired. But Hello. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to push through. Yep. Because I remember I got, so I guess I wish I had these numbers, but I want to say the normal range for a man is to have testosterone between 400 and up into like, I think 1100 or something mm-hmm. like that for testosterone. Mm-hmm. Mine was, guess what? 98. Really? I was going to say around 100. That's crazy. 98. That's crazy. And they were like, okay, well, what is it? They thought I had sleep apnea. Like I wasn't getting sleep. Right. Um, they All sorts of stuff. Because I kept saying, I was like, I am actually incredibly exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Like I am like, I don't think this is like a normal. normal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm drained. Yeah. And they're like, maybe you have sleep apnea. They kept testing me for all sorts of stuff. And they're like, let's test your testosterone. Mm-hmm. And it was 98. Was wow. So um, they're like, you can do one of two things. You can actually inject yourself once a week. Um, I think at the time it was like 100 milligrams of testosterone and see how you feel. Mm -hmm. And I didn't initially. I think I didn't even start for like a year later. Oh, wow. Yeah. It took me like a year to be like, all right, sure. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I'm not trying to stab myself every like, You know what I'm like? This (laughs) is kind of freaking me out. Yeah. Because I was also, so I was under the impression, I know a lot of people, like, you know, working out in the gym and stuff like that, that do testosterone when their testosterone levels are not low. Mm-hmm. And they do it, um, I, I mean, the this is not the right terminology, but it's like steroids, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they do it for their physique. Mm-hmm. But girl, the girls was getting acne. Yeah. The girls was popping off. <laughs> And it, having rage. Yeah. And um, the girls was having mood swings. Mm-hmm. And so I already have those things. <laughs> it's, I didn't need any more. I don't need no more. So it always <laughs> freaked me out. So I'm like, I already am prone to acne. Yeah. I don't need that to happen. Right. I'm already <laughs> have low patience. I already be having mood swings and anger issues. So I don't need to be injecting myself with something that's right. going to make me turn up. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> so it took me like about a year. Yeah. And then um, finally I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. And then once I started, I did start to feel back to myself. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to put it. Like just like alive. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems yeah. weird because I literally had tons of energy mm-hmm. like working wise. But the minute I was done, I would just be Gosh, dead. Yeah. Yeah. So with this, it hmm. didn't. So I was like, okay, there's some truth to this. Mm-hmm. And, but part of it is you, when you're on testosterone, you're basically injecting your body with a synthetic hormone mm-hmm. and your brain is kind of 
you're telling your brain like, girl, we already got what we need. So you, you don't need to make, don't need it. To make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when that happens, your body stops creating naturally testosterone because you're injecting a synthetic. Right. Your balls shrink. Yeah. Your sperm is it cuts off production because it's like we are we don't need right. to make anything. Yeah. And part of that is when I first started, my doctor put me on um, a thing called Clomid, mm-hmm. which boost your LH and FSH, FSH. levels, mm-hmm. which are secretion hormones to kind of help um, balance your get your testosterone making. Yeah. Um, for men mm-hmm. and they had he had me on some like an estrogen blocker as well when i tell you <laughs> tia mm-hmm. i mean you know but like mm-hmm. last summer and when i was in new york when i tell you my anxiety yeah i would have panic attacks yeah. i couldn't leave my house yeah. i was really spiraling mm-hmm. and i remember i called serena panicked mm. because i was like like I just needed to get out of the house. I was walking on in Harlem, and it's I was basically on Skid Row, and I was like, "Girl, not me, one of the crazy folks." <laughs> so it freaked me out. I called my doctor, and I was like, "I got to get off the Clomid." Yeah, you know, I was having the Clomid crazies, <laughs> which people have. They that's wild. Women have the thing called the Clomid crazies. Yeah, that's wild. So I got off that. And but that was what was preserving my sperm production. Right. And my doctor said, if we take you off of this, do you plan on having kids? Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, but I mean, not, not anytime soon. Yeah. Fast forward to a year later, and That's I'm like, so yeah, let me have a kid. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, fuck it, threw caution to the wind. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so needless to say, this mm-hmm. over this this summer in June, I was like. Let me get tested. I already know it's low. I'm going to yeah. figure out what to do. Baby, I got that semen analysis back. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> them things. So um, there's like oh. all these tests, right? These little like numbers <laughs> and stuff like motility and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. There was nothing there to even test. Yeah. So it's just blank. <laughs> he, you got the two dashes. It's just two little dashes. <laughs> and at the very bottom, he they wrote. They found five sperm, and out of the five, five, just like literally. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One hand. And out of the five, <laughs> only four of them were modal. That is so funny. That's not funny, but that's funny. <laughs> like, I like, like, it's not like 5,000, oh, 5, 5, 500,000. Five. 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 Lola's age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, five sperm. That is wild. And... So initially, once I got that back, I called my the doctor and I was like, all right, so I need to get back on Clomid. I need to like, you know, and they're like, there's no availability till September. I said, absolutely That's unacceptable. That's not going to work. So I spiraled for a few weeks. <laughs> I remember that. Tons of doctor's office ba- basically pleading with, you know, I went to Mexico and got it. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I was able to get in and got a prescription through the United States. So I've been on Clomid now for a little over three months. Um, but it's been not a major journey. I will say, like, that's another thing about male infertility is like, bitch, you can change this. Like, y'all can do so yeah. much stuff. It's like a like, three-month turnaround, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So in order to create sperm, it takes 72 days, and I think there is a... 18 day window or something like that 
that it stays somewhere. So basically three months. Mm-hmm. Um, so every three months you have a fresh, basically a fresh new batch. And about a month after being on Clomid, my numbers jumped to 15 million. 15 Crazy. million. Which is still low. But that's so much more yeah, than five. It's so much better than <laughs> literally five. 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 And so now I got, I did it again after like, three months on Clomid and then I tested it and it's in like the, um, like 200 million, which is super high now. And then the motility is now 85%. That's amazing. Normal motility is between 40 and 50. That's crazy. But it's like 85. So you went from no sperm to super sperm. Yeah. That's a wild. He was like, the doctor was like, (laughs) you could literally just have like a baby naturally. Yeah. I was like, That's well, crazy. I don't because I no. don't want to do my genetic right. testing. Nothing. <laughs> Need to run them through the lab first. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because it's like even going through IVF, all you need is one sperm. Pray. But the thing about it is, let's say you have, um, let's just keep it simple. One, I, horrible with math. Let me actually <laughs> say, keep it very simple. A hundred mm-hmm. sperm. Yeah. Well, if your morphology is 1%, that means only 1% of that sperm is perfect Mm -hmm. to be used. So one out of every 100. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it gets even crazier because then you have to get look at the DNA fragmentation. And if your DNA fragmentation, where mine was at the time, I think 42%, that means like Basically, there's a 50% chance even that one sperm out of 100 is trash. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And it is the wildest thing that, like, men don't know these things. Yeah. I saw this lady. I'm not going to name who, but I was watching her YouTube thing about IVF. And she was doing, like, eight cycles Hmm. of IVF in the course of, like, a few years. Mm -hmm. And it was just bad results after bad results. Yep. A few miscarriages here and there. Yeah. And Tia, when I tell you I watched all eight episodes, not once did she mention her husband getting a semen analysis. Isn't that crazy? Girl, <laughs> you spent at least, I don't even know, right. like $200,000 right. on all these damn cycles of IVF. And not mm-hmm. once you were like, maybe it's my husband. Yeah. And you know what sucks? The doctor never said anything. That's nuts because as a regular person especially with the way our society is and the onus that's put on women and their fertility in in relation to age and stuff um that's one thing but to be a medical professional specifically in the ivf field if you've got someone who's going through all these cycles at some point you have to stop them and say let's let's see if you're the problem yeah because you're 50 percent of this equation like hold on what's going on yeah you're 50 percent of this equation it's crazy. No one, no one thinks about that. I, I had a conversation a few days ago with a friend of mine. We were talking about um, our IVF stuff, <clears throat> and he was talking about uh, a woman that he knows. We're all in our you know mid to late thirties, so he's talking about one of his uh, female friends, and she is pregnant, um, and this is her second pregnancy. Her first ended in a miscarriage. Um. And, you know, it was just a lot of conversation about her age and, you know, fertility and all that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, you know, women, they're they're waiting so long now to have babies because we're prioritizing career. And by the time we do get around to wanting to have babies, our eggs are older and all this stuff. And I had to 
tell like well yeah but men too you know men have a lot to do with this their their fertility and it's not just age for them it's as environmental as, yeah it's as simple as if y'all be in the hot tub every night even so, if you're 25 years old when i tell you <laughs> i'm literally not to cut you off no, yeah. today i was taking my medicine my, yeah. my pills because yeah. i have like a too many pills that i'm taking right now <laughs> yes. um but i was taking my pills i said i cannot fucking wait to fertilize these damn embryos right and be done so i can not take these pills yes. but two i want to take a bath right <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go on vacation yes. to, in Japan in about a month. Yeah. And if the Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we will be done with our cycle or yes. the egg retrieval and fertilized embryos. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I want to go to the J- Japanese hot springs in the mountains yeah. and like with the monkeys and stuff. Right. And I'm like, I'm hoping and praying that we're kind of done with this. Yeah. At we're that in the point. clear. Mm-hmm. So I can like. Let this go. I'm yeah, over it. No, I know. I know. I literally ran about <laughs> when I first moved into this house and I was like, oh, put the put, literally put the Epsom salt in, yeah. did all these things. My legs was hurting. And all of a sudden I literally put my pinky toe in. I said, oh, the water's too hot. And I was like, let me cool it off. And it dawned me and said, bitch, you can't get in here. Right. Because yeah. then it's three months down the drain. Yep. Start over. All over. Yep. And I would literally roll over and die. I know. I would. <laughs> it's even, it's even stuff like laying in bed and having your laptop in your lap. Yeah. Just all these it little really things. Is. Yeah. All these things men don't ever think twice about. And it is so affecting, um, you know, your sperm quality. And that ends up in turn, you know, when you, it, if you're even able to get a woman pregnant, you know, if the sperm quality is so, you know, degraded that it then fertilizes and turns into an embryo. If that embryo, if you're, if the woman's body realizes that embryo is not, um, is not, c- cannot be carried safely because there's, you know, chromosomal abnormalities to the point where it's not a, a viable, um, uh, embryo, it will, it will, um, create a miscarriage it will trigger miscarriage you know and so women are either out here unable to get pregnant at all or getting pregnant but miscarrying multiple times and they're sitting here thinking it's their body and it's really the fact that yeah it's the fact that there's you know bad sperm either not fertilizing or fertilizing your eggs and your body's telling you like this won't be viable this is not going to be a healthy baby let's get rid of it and that's like going through this whole journey and i it is kind of like a it's a learning experience too yeah but i'm also learning things about like you want good embryos and like your body will can reject it and yeah and then even also you really do have to advocate for yourself because i told Mm -hmm. our doctor Mm -hmm. i said just run a dna fragmentation test on me they didn't offer it they didn't say anything they were just gonna let me fly through and Mm -hmm. fertilize embryos and he came back and he said, we got to talk. Ooh. He said, it's at 42%. So mm-hmm. 42% of your sperm is, it's fragmented. Yeah. And he said, when that happens, you can literally have, it will, the baby will just be a miscarriage. There's yeah. all sorts of things that could really go wrong. And I was like, yeah. oh, right. So I'm glad I advocated for myself because otherwise. Right. You would have never known. But see, I'm not really trying to toot it off like that, but I'm a Capricorn (laughs) and I'm a control freak. So we will do our research. Right. We could probably be doctors by the end of all this. (laughs) 
honestly, <laughs> I joke about this, but I'm like, let me just go ahead and get in the lab right. and do it myself. Right. Not only are we uh, creating a skincare line, we are also <laughs> opening a <laughs> fertility, a fertility clinic. clinic. I'm doing ixing. <laughs> I'm actually injecting the sperm exactly. with the egg. We're doing myself. it ourselves. Yes. I mean, honestly, I know this sounds crazy, but like, I don't think I necessarily need to do the ixy part, but I definitely am like, can I be in a lab? Because I feel like I want to control, be like, make sure you're picking the right spot. Yeah, sperm. I need to like, oversee this. Let me look in the microscope too. Did you, were you well rested? <laughs> How's your eyesight? Right. Are you right. nearsighted? You're right. Astigmatism. How can we make these conditions better for you? Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. need? Right. What can I do to make this better? Breakfast is on me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He yeah. needs a break. He needs or, a thirty-minute break. Right. Let's get. When was your last thirty-minute break, sweetheart? Exactly. <laughs> make it. A, make it. A, make it an hour. Right. Right. <laughs> um. So let me take a quick little break. My friend's actually outside. I forgot he was coming. That's um, so funny. And we'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back. Um, I had to let my friend in because we're going to go over like hotels, plan our whole trip to Japan. And I'm so excited to go to Japan. And I can't wait to be in a bathtub. (laughs) Like, that's really what it is. I know. That's so funny. So I'm really just hoping and praying that like (laughs) everything, but see, you know what? I'm so paranoid that like even. Because I've stopped drinking yeah. because that fucks up your DNA fragmentation. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I spent a good portion eating very healthy mm-hmm. until you <laughs> fucked me up. Sorry. <laughs> and um, I cut out like just sugars and just a bunch of like things to. And I started doing 30 minutes of cardio every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these things help with your DNA fragmentation and your yeah. sperm, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And. Um, but I'm still so like paranoid that like I'm like, <laughs> let's say after egg retrieval, we still fertilize. A part of me is like, I don't know. I just feel like I still can't like stop. He's like, I'm going to need you to pee on a stick and have it be positive and before I can get back to life. <laughs> like the baby needs to just be here. Right. Like, like he said, I'll drink at the baby shower. But like, honestly, <laughs> even then, once we're done, we'll probably be finished a week before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. maybe like 10 days or so before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I go to Japan the next day and we'll, they'll be frozen and genetically tested for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we won't really know anything until I'm one, I'm back from Japan and mm-hmm. then the first week of December. December. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I hope it's good news. And you know, like yeah. everything's, which it will be, but yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go to Japan and be boozing it up and sit up in a hot bathtub. <laughs> and then they be like, well, girl, we need more. We need more. Yeah. But now the girls think I OD <laughs> as much. Like, I already have two sperm samples frozen right now. Yeah. So even the if. The doctor said we needed one. He gave two. <laughs> And honestly, don't get me started because I might do an extra one a week or two before third time's a charm. The, the egg retrieval, for real. Yeah. So it's nice. And, so it's fresher. Yeah. And newer. And more. I feel and more like, in the millions. There you go. It's not a bad idea. It really isn't. You're going to call the doctor on Monday. You know what I think? I, like, I feel like I need to create a PSA <laughs> of like the importance of this because... 
even I got to thinking, I was watching, um, I don't know if you're familiar with someone named Gigi Gorgeous. I've heard of her. She is a trans like YouTuber or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's been trying to have a a natural baby with her partner. And her partner is a trans man. I didn't know. So they're just opposites. Yeah, they're they're opposites. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, of course, she was like, oh, you know, I'm about to go have a baby. Like, it was like, girl, please. And But she was on hormones. like, And so she she was given five modal. Yeah. She was given given five. (laughs) And so it took her years to get back. And so now she's like, everything's good or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, you know, if I could tell people, you know, trans people, like, you know, granted, before you go on, you transition or whatever, maybe freeze what you have. Yeah. As like an insurance policy. Totally. And it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. And then I know the girls really talk about women um, and their shit declining the older they get. But I'm learning myself, even men. Yeah. Like just because they're like, oh, they like men can have babies forever. Yeah, because we're producing sperm forever. Right. But the, it's trash sperm. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're actually creating a baby. Yeah. That's why these kids. Let me that's no. I'm gonna say it. That's why these kids be coming out half crazy <laughs> when you be making babies with seven year old men. They heads be extra big, hella big, right? <laughs> they be they be lean with their heads when they walk. Um, yes, yes. I, I told Serena mm-hmm. was like, yeah. it don't matter if you're 20 or 30, ma'am. If your man 80, yeah, it's all the same. It's nuts. Yeah. So I just want this to be a <laughs> cautionary tale to the girls to. Yeah. If you are having like um, issues, and even if you're not really having issues, but it's also just kind of good to know where you are. Yeah. Because let's say you are trying to have a child naturally, yep. no IVF, no nothing. Yep. It's let's say you see your man's sper- your man's sperm or whatever. Yeah. And it's not great. You it's you can be like you know what? It. Let's take three months and fix it. Fix this yeah. so that we have super baby. Yeah, yeah, and you're not working against yourself because it becomes so stressful for people. We're trying to have a baby. We've been trying for six months. We've been trying all this time. If you had gone and spent one hundred and fifty dollars, right, to get a semen analysis, you could have known from day one. Like, okay, before we even get emotionally intertwined in this, before we start, you know, up. Up, you know, upturning our lives, trying to, okay, let's have sex on this day because I'm ovulating. Like, before yeah. you do all of that, just make sure all the materials that you're working with. I may with, not be in a mode. Right. <laughs> 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 make sure everything you're working with, like, is working for you. You know, nothing's working against you. And it's it's so simple. It's so inexpensive. It's just it, it's just a good place to start. And I, I people just don't, even, even young, people yeah. don't think about it um and i think you know people of course have babies accidentally and young and whatever else and all that and but i mean we see sometimes it it doesn't turn out the best you know a lot of times these babies do come out with health issues and stuff and it's like maybe that could have been prevented if we would have known the quality of sperm that we were working with before this happened i mean Literally through my time just knowing this, I've learned it's a good chunk of it. Yeah. Because if you're taking... So the thing is, let's say um, the sperm that you're using is fragmented a little bit. Mm It will still fertilize an egg. It will still create an embryo. It will still create a goddamn baby. Yep. But, I mean, the chances of miscarriage are much higher. Yep. 
But the chances of genetic and chromosomal abnormalities is even higher, too. But you yeah. never know. You would never know. Exactly. It's crazy. It's so wild. Like, mm-hmm. I am I mean, I'd be really laughing. I'm like, this is crazy that people just be having babies naturally. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have not had fucking you. All, right. all mankind. Right. For millennia. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm like, this is crazy, guys. I don't think we need to do this. <laughs> this is a bad idea. The odds are way against us. <laughs> We shouldn't be doing sure you want to do that. Should we be doing this with no assistance? <laughs> kind of want like a doctor to intervene. Don't you, don't you want to just see, just check, just look? <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy. And, you know, and so many people, even, you know, my sister, she was talking about how she wants to gift the girls um, uh, egg freezing when they get older. So that, oh, wow. yeah. So when they're in their like late teens, early 20s, they can do a round of IVF and freeze their eggs when they are like peak wow. health. Yeah. Oh, that is so smart. Right. That's why I know you and your sister, me and my, your sister and I, we be, we be right yep, here. Yep. We yep. Be right here. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, and that's such a sickening it. present. Listen, no shade. Like, right? why you bitches over here getting cars and like prom dresses and shit like right. that, bitch? I'm getting an egg retrieval. Right. Life, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Gag. I know. She's like, you know, it doesn't make sense to, you know, go through life and just kind of either rush because you don't want to get older and Mm -hmm. have your egg quality decline or, um, you know, you're so busy trying to chase goals and achievements and not wanting to, you know, have babies early. And then you get older and you don't really have much to work with. And so she's like, just you know, it's better to just have them, have peace of mind, know that they're there. It doesn't really cost much. Twenty-two-year-old egg. Yes. Sickening. At at peak That's what fertility. They say in, um, Janet Jackson did because she had a baby at fifty. Yeah. They say we well, she you know fifty fifty them, uh, egg. Them eggs are not. Yeah, those <laughs> have, for real, for real. Shout <laughs> they, out to Janet. Right. They must have. Yeah. They must have Cooked. been from when she was older or younger. Because yeah, yeah. There's no way. Even it's crazy because um. You know, I did my very first uh, egg retrieval round uh, last September. So I was 33 going on 34. Then I did my second one this September, 34 going on 35. And I still, my egg health, my egg count, all of that is still um, on the better side for my age group. But looking at the numbers in just exactly one calendar year, they're so different. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, and it makes me think like, damn, what's it going to look like at 36, 37? And as you, every yeah. year, it there is such a decline. And so, you know, I, I think we stress to women and girls this whole, you know, freeze your eggs early and do all this and think ahead. We need to do it with, with men more too. Mm-hmm. You know, young men in their 20s. Just freeze it. Save yeah. it. Freeze it. It's so it's it's easier to freeze and save sperm than it is eggs. Yes. The process for eggs is crazy. Yeah. For sperm, you come in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have really to go under. Yeah, I'm going under. There's injections <laughs> for weeks. Like Meanwhile, something you're literally looking forward to. I'm like nervous because I'm like, oh my god, I hate going under. You're like, can't wait. Love it. Because I already have two kids. That's the best nap. <laughs> I sorry, every time I have to go under, I look forward to it because I'm like, that's just it's such a good nap. I come up so refreshed. Like I'm like, you could put me back under refreshed. for another 30. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you're under for like what 15, 30 minutes? Between, yeah, 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. And they put you under under, or was it like a twilight? No, completely under. Sickening. Yeah, completely out. Yeah. Damn. Cause yeah. that's um Acacia said it was be like a twilight, but I think he's lying. 
<laughs> you know, because they always like to say like, oh, it's nothing. But then right. once you get there, it'd be like, like oh, it's the, the, right. the, yeah, yeah. taking your ass out. I know. I don't know. He Maybe he does it twice. I don't know. I don't know. But the last two, um, I've, I've been completely under. Yeah. Loved it. So, okay, this is so horrible. I feel bad. And I'm hoping that like karma does not bite me in my ass. But the, um, when I did my semen analysis, I forgot to write down, um, they asked you like, how did you get it? Like, like, did you have sex to get the semen thing? It's like, uh, well, bitch, no, I'm here by myself. I'm in this room. You know, like, what are you dumb? But you, they asked you that on the paper and I didn't yeah. fill it out. <clears throat> so the, the. Akasha was calling me and calling me and calling me and calling me, calling me, and they were leaving messages like the nurse, when you talk to you, when you talk to you. So, me <laughs> spiraling, right? <laughs> I'm thinking the worst, right? I'm like, this, oh my god, I, you know, I'm spiraling. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm calling them back, email. I'm like, sp- like, what do you want? Myself. What do you need? Right? <laughs> They're like, well, she's in. We have a bunch of egg retrievals today. Like, you may not be able to talk to her today. It might be tomorrow. So no, I need to talk to her today. Like, I'm spiraling, right? And she's like, yeah, but um, I was like. Just hurry up. So she's like, I just got out of egg retrieval. And I'm like, I got to thinking, I was like, and it was something as stupid as, oh, um, you didn't check so-and-so. Y'all stressed me out just so I could pull you out of an egg retrieval. Right. So you To check a box. Right. That is so funny. They should have just left it on the voicemail. Like, hey, you didn't check this box. Call us back and let us know which one it is. Crazy. So ridiculous. The drama. But yeah, I just really wanted to kind of like go over that and kind of really have like, you know, just not a cautionary tale, but mm-hmm. just kind of let people know that. Yeah. It literally people. is 50-50. Yeah. And it really is. Yeah. If there's any, you know, women, I think you had a listener on your podcast that was talking about trying to have a baby and was having difficulties, something. I forget. It was a listener letter. Um but yeah, it could have been her man. Mm-hmm. Like, and it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, wait, maybe she wasn't Nigerian. I think she was. She. I think she, he was. Yes. He was Nigerian. Yeah. And then he the family was blaming want- her. Yes. For them not having a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everybody that's listening, like, if you are trying to have a baby, if you've tried and you know haven't succeeded or anything like that like you might want to you know the call the call may be coming from inside the house drag that man to a clinic have him get a semen analysis and you know see if that doesn't solve the bulk of your your issues that you're dealing with because and side note kind of funny but not funny <laughs> when i tell you i hate doing a semen analysis it is something that, like, I just get anxiety over. I hate it. <laughs> it is not something I enjoy doing. He doesn't love it. It is, like, so embarrassing because it's, like, <laughs> you come out and it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, all know I what be, you just did. Like, I be feeling, like, really, like, oh, I cannot. <sighs> and it's just not my vibe. It's not, like, how I like to get down. Like, I'm just not into none of it at all. I really fucking hate it. It's so funny. And I hate it every <laughs> single time. And it's always the same lady. And I'm just like, and she's always, like, with a big, huge grin. And I just feel like she's judging me and stuff. <laughs> and she's like, you have a lot of work to do today? Or, like, what are you doing today? And I'm like... No. <laughs> I'm just here to come in a cup. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> it's so funny. I've gone, I've come to the clinic before to meet you there. And it, most of the time, like, cause anytime he comes down, I try to make sure like, you know, we get together or whatever before you head back out here. Um, 
And so there's been multiple times he's come out and gone to the clinic and it's down the street from my house. So I just pop over and meet him there. And then we go to lunch or whatever from, from the clinic. And it's just so funny. Like <laughs> he just comes it. out and meets me. And it's like, I, I just knowing what was going on in there. I and I know it. how uncomfortable it makes him too. So there's been a couple of times I wanted to joke, like, did you wash your hands before I hug you? <gasps> but I'm like, I'm not going to do that to him I because die. I, <laughs> I already know die. he's having such a hard time right now, uh, but it's so funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, you know, when people <sighs> know, like when their child was conceived, right? like yeah. they'd be like, oh, I remember the night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to like be forever burned in my mind of like, I know exactly <laughs> what I was watching. <laughs> I know what X2 video I was on. Right. I know Isn't what category funny? I was on. Like, <laughs> You know, like that. I'm, that I, is hate, like, I hate that. Yes. <laughs> like, I do not like that. This is not the core memory I want. I know. Like, it's like it wasn't like, rom- it was romantic. We were in Paris on our honeymoon. Like, Did no. Like, forcing myself light. to watch porn. I was in a cold room with fluorescent cold. lighting. <laughs> Pouring on. on a wee-wee pad. Those little dog pads. Those little wee-wee pad yes. things. God. So and romantic. this time when I went last week, when a, yeah, like a week ago when I did my last one, the wee wee pad was like a small one. Ooh. So I'm like, bitch, y'all can to get the bigger one. Right. <laughs> Give me no room to move around. Right. I'm just no space for activities. Right there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> it is just like that is uh, and the door is so thin. And you can see like underneath the door. Right. Like, Feet walking, walking by. <laughs> it is just so and then so I have my headphones in because I'm trying to you know, and I got the gotta voice, tune I mean, out the, the volume on low. Right. It's just, when I tell you, it is the <laughs> worst thing anybody could go through. Yeah. I don't know how people so and men do this. Yeah. And there's some men who are like, oh, I, you know. Do it for money. I watch porn once or twice a day. And I'm like, immediately no. <laughs> immediately no. Just not for me. That is so funny. And if that's your ministry, that's fine. Right. And they're, no, granted, they're at home and... Not in the same sort of But see, of I can't space. even at home. I would never want to at home because I'm like, my cats are here. You know, like, I can't. Like, <laughs> the this cats. is just not. The cats are judging you. It's not for me. Like, dad, this is not what's normally on TV. <laughs> I can't. It's just not my style. So I'm like, I, oh, that's, that's another so reason. Funny. I'm like, I cannot wait for this to be done so I can be done with this. Right. That is so funny. That's I hilarious. really hope that like when we do embryo creation, we have a good mix of everything and we are it done. Is one and done. One and done. That's so funny. Well, you're going to get to come into my appointments soon and watch them yeah. shove a wand up my vagina. And you know what's funny is like, I shouldn't even be joking about how like I hate this because literally that's the the, the extent of my shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, you literally have to be put under, lose your teeth, lose your hair. Okay. And so funny. be ripped from stem to stern. <laughs> Like, I just, I just, oh, so I can't really complain. That is so funny. Not if I can complain. If you have to take one or the other. <laughs> I'm just not strong enough for that. Like, even um, whenever you, like, oh, I have to, uh, the fact that when you, we go in, um, I guess next month, next week, really. Yes, next week. Um. And this taking like tons and tons of vials of blood work throughout the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay with it. And I'm yeah. like on Amazon trying to order um, butterfly baby needles. Because <laughs> I hate needles. That lady tried to stab me. 
she literally had a, a, a dagger. A dagger. I told Brandy that story. I said, he told me about the dagger and being stabbed. She died laughing. That was such a huge needle. I said, hold on, wait a minute. This is Oh, not... that's hilarious. What was it, like a, a what gauge was it? Uh, too big. <laughs> like 2040, something like that. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And she said, oh, and it hurt going in. Oof. It was like, no, I feel like they might have did something going on. They used a mixing needle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when my testosterone was, when I was on testosterone, my red blood cell count went up, I guess, naturally. Like mm-hmm. you just have a high yeah, yeah. hemoglobin. And when... um Basically, I did like my testing. They were checking my hormone levels very initially on. And the doctor calls on a Friday mm-hmm. at like 4.30, 4.45. And it was like, we need to talk. Your hemoglobin's really high. You need to get rid of your blood, yeah. do therapeutic, whatever. And I'm spiraling. It's mm-hmm. like, and then I can't call them back because it's now they're yeah, closed. It's closed. I won't yeah. be able to talk to them until Monday. Yeah. Spiraling That's all so funny. weekend trying to figure out how to do this. Hey. And that when I went to go actually donate blood. Um, and get rid of it. The needle, I had no idea. Was so, it was like, it's basically like a straw. It's basically a straw. Not a straw. You know, like those red straws that they put in like um, cocktails? Yeah. It's basically that. I said, oh, I can't do this. I got to walk out. That is hilarious. And so I walked out. That is so funny. You ended up doing it though. Yeah. At another time. But I, I mean, I had to take a Xanax. <laughs> I had to take a Xanax. Oh my gosh. Uh, taking a Xanax at 11 a.m. is nuts. <laughs> I have things to do. <laughs> I, gotta, I have to I gotta, drive home. I have to be, yeah, yeah. You have to be productive <laughs> and mobile. And mobile. <laughs> I was like, can somebody just oh take me out? Oh my God, that is hilarious. Yeah, no, I've never had an issue with needles. None of it. No, it doesn't bother me one bit. I think, what was I doing? Oh, my last retrieval. They couldn't um Mm-mm. they couldn't Mm-mm. get the needle right. <laughs> Don't want to hear it. Uh, Ooh, that dress. Close your ears at three pokes, guys. <laughs> yeah. They finally got into the I think they did Do both. you spiral? No. I just told him I said I told him Ugh. like this arm, my right arm's better than my left. So I always to anytime I need to have blood taken or get a needle insert or whatever, I always tell him start on the right. So they did the right. That didn't work out. Um, they couldn't quite get it. So I said, okay, we'll try my hands because my hands are kind of veiny. So they tried Ooh, my left hand no! and my left hand didn't work. So I think they tried my right Ugh. and then they went back to my arm and they were able, another nurse was able to get it into my, my arm. But yeah, it was like three or four pokes. Ugh. I didn't care. And they were, they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. I'm like, I don't, uh, whatever. I don't care. I'm fine. I don't know. I went and did lab work. <laughs> Over the summer, and this this Filipino lady at the lab corps <laughs> in Oceanside, she was stabbing me over and over and digging in, and I was like, I was like, oh Lord, here we go, it's about to happen, I'm about to spiral, and this old like Middle Eastern lady comes in, mm-hmm. and she said, I'll do it, yeah. and she said, you know what, you look like my son, Aww. and she was like, you remind me of my son, and I said, well, do me like your son, right. <laughs> Do me like you would do your son. Right. Okay. Be gentle. Be be kind. Yes. I want to look just like you. I'm like literally like Judy Garland, the star is born. Love me. (laughs) Treat me nice. (laughs) 
said, do me like you would do your son. That is so funny. Right. Don't, and she got it in the right the first time. Good. And so when I went back um, last week to do it, I saw that Filipino lady. And, I was like, uh-uh. and see, she was working the front desk, too. I said, that's why she ain't got no business drawing blood. She yeah. can't be doing both One things. or the other. Be good at you, one thing. One thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. And so I got there. And they pulled me in. And I was praying for that Middle Eastern lady. And she sure enough came. And I said, yes. <laughs> Your and son she, is she back. Did, she did it right. And I had no issues. Hey, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Good to see you again. Remember me? Your son. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, um, that was just kind of what I really wanted to share. And that's kind of really about it. What do you have going on for this weekend? We're recording on a weekend. Yeah. But this episode will come out on Monday. So we will probably be recording weekends and stuff like that yeah. sporadically. End but. of the week, weekends, yeah. Um, what do I have going on this weekend? Nothing. We're just kind of resting. There's so much going on um at the kids' school for Halloween and everything mm. and all the class parties and the fall festival and the costume parade and uh, it's a million different things so i'm kind of just enjoying a little bit of calm before that storm mm-hmm. um so yeah we're just gonna chill at home probably tomorrow relax sundays are usually um i do the girls hair every other week so this week i don't have to do hair luckily um but it's usually the day i go grocery shopping for all their lunch stuff and do all the laundry get their uniforms washed and Excuse me, all of that. So, rest of the week's just gonna be relaxing and kind of, you know, light housekeeping. So, <laughs> you know what I really want to learn, and do not let me <clears throat> do this mm-hmm. and not, not do this. Mm-hmm. But I need to learn how to not braid, but like cornrow. Yeah, yeah. I need you. to learn it. I'll teach you. Like I, I, I could do singles. <laughs> I could do box braids. I could do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But uh, cornrows, I just can't do. Yeah, cornrows are harder. They are, huh? Uh, why would you say that? Sorry. <laughs> Damn, my That's confidence funny. is low. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not easy. But you know, I can don't you, really. Can you do them? I mean, like, is yeah. it easy for you? Uh, cor- uh French braids easier for me because I braid naturally overhand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So French braids are easier than cornrows for me, but because cornrows underhand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. But I can do it. Um, I don't really. I don't cornrow the kids too often i usually do individuals because they last longer yeah so yeah so i usually just do their individuals and um when like so every other time i do their hair i take it completely down but when i don't take it completely down i will wash their hair in the braids so that i keep their sections and then when their hair is wet, I take each braid down because they have really soft, fine hair anyway. Okay. So I, after it's been washed and stuff, I sit them down. I take one braid out, put it right back in. Take the next braid out, put it right back in. And so it just like freshens everything gotcha. up. Yeah. And it saves so much time not having to repart the hair. But you don't want to do that too often. Because the reparting leave, would dry. Leave, yeah. The reparting is. No, it, um, it starts to train the hair into those parts. That's why my hair goes this way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do it too too often but every like every like two to three weeks i'll switch the parts up you know who honestly i said this on my podcast um but when i know the girls really be trying to give out like a a invitation to the cookout to just everybody Everybody. and i don't give them out no but i feel like 
Kimberly Noel Kardashian. She be doing She definitely got it because let me tell you, them kids' hair be never, mm-hmm. ever look crazy. Yep. And growing up in a black household, you just was like, right. you just can't be, you gotta make, you know? Yep. And Kimberly Noel really got them kids. She does. Every last one of them. Not yep. a hair be out of place. Yep. Yeah, she does a good job. And I don't know. I wonder what she's doing because it, clearly it's not her. She got somebody in house. She has people that do their hair. She learned hi pumpkin. She learned how to braid, but she doesn't really do it herself. She pays people. But even that, like, because I, you know, there's people that I know that have the money to keep their kids' hair done, but they just don't. Yeah, you know. So it's not even the accessibility and uh, being able to afford to pay someone to do it. It's the the desire to even care yeah. to do it so the fact that she cares enough to even make, prioritize that I love that me too and because she cause, knows she got black kids they would eat her ass exactly up. exactly and honestly her they're her kids because they are mixed their hair isn't like four C kinky kinky hair like mm-hmm. they could probably get away with like a ponytail, a ponytail or something yeah so the fact that even with that she doesn't and their hair is always done and yeah. you know them boys they have hair too like she don't yeah. even be sitting to the barber like just cut that shit off yeah she be braiding everybody's hair and keeping it done so i love that i know i think it's great because my barber just hit me up he said all right well my prices are gonna go up in Ooh. november 1st it's already 60 dollars. <laughs> like where, where else are we going where are we going because it is it's crazy and so I grew up just, you know, with my family, we would always just, I always just, my, I don't know why, my mom never kept my hair long. She yeah. always just cut it really <clears> short. <throat> mm-hmm. But I would go to the barber once a week. Yeah. And I'm like, I, with these prices, I ain't going to be able no, to take me. And if I have a son, yeah. them to the, we gonna, we, I'm going to have to, I, now that's one thing I can do. I can actually barber. Yeah. I'm actually really good at it. I can't do my, in the back of mine. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else. I can do it. Yeah. But. If it has to be anything else besides mm-hmm. braids and stuff, I'm like, girl, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. And that's why both times I was pregnant, I was like, please be a boy so that I don't have to worry about hair. I can just, you know, cut it, cut off. it off. <laughs> Send you to the bar with your daddy. If, if you ain't going with him, I can at least do a, you know, a number one all over with a, and oh, line you one. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice that and simple. Easy. Yes. Easy. And first one, not only did I not get a boy, but I got a girl with so much hair. Her hair is long. Boots. She has so much hair because her dad's half Filipino. Her hair is crazy. long. Yeah. It's like five feet long. Yeah. That no, girl. I'm like for like, it feels like it's like very long. <laughs> it's very, very long. It's to her waist. Yeah. Yeah. Her hair is insane. It's it always nuts. been very long and very thick. Yeah. Like the huge. few times I don't I don't like to put a lot of heat on it, but every so often I'll do like a keratin treatment and you know, you flat iron and all that. Oh, and when I, know. I Yep. <laughs> oh, we know you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Trust me. Ah, every I know. time every time I do it, like, you know, you do the I do it in the four sections. Baby, one of them four sections takes is for like a, an hour. Yeah, and it feels when you grab it, it feels like someone's whole ponytail. <laughs> it feels like a thick, she healthy said, ponytail. She ain't got a little teeny no. little small circumference ponytail. Mm-mm. Ponytail is huge. Thick. Yes. Thick. And so it's just it's so much hair, but it's beautiful. And I love that she loves her hair. Yeah. And so, you know, we keep it long and take good care of it. And she likes to see it continuously grow. So we do that. But you know, that when that second one came along, I was like, ooh, be a boy. And they said, You're having a girl. I'm like, God damn it. More, <laughs> more hair. More, more. <laughs> and sure enough, I got 
I got another thick, long head of hair. And this one is Miss Fashionista. I need beads. I need curls. I need colors. I need everything. So, yeah, they be working me. But it was (sighs) over the summer I told Tia, I said, you know what? Like, I mean, it's not funny, but it is. Like, (laughs) I was like, you know what? Like, I've never seen my real hair texture since I was like 15 years old, mm-hmm. maybe like 16 years old. I've always just been dyeing it, flat ironing it, mm-hmm. just chemically treating my hair, keratin treating my hair, just whatever. Because it was just yeah. the easiest thing for me yeah. to just have easier, manageable hair. Right. And um, and it, it's weird because like being not with 4C hair, but mm-hmm. then also not super fine straight hair Mm -hmm. and it really wasn't even like biracial hair where it's like in the middle where there's so many products now Mm -hmm. i'm kind of in between like biracial and like super um i don't know fine hair yeah so it's like it and then the humidity's crazy it's just honestly drives me nuts (laughs) so i told you this this summer i said you know what i did my hair transplant so now all the hair in my head right now is not been touched not been dyed nothing Mm -hmm. treated i said i'm going to just spend this time learning about my hair (laughs) and my hair texture and i'm going to just you know be as knowledgeable as possible Mm -hmm. so that when my children are here i know how to deal with curly hair and blah 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 (laughs) baby let me tell you something (laughs) i got to august i said that probably in july by august 1st i said let me go ahead and put this creamy crack in his hair bitch because i am tired of it i'm tired of walking around here looking like kramer from seinfeld let me put this keratin treatment in but let me tell you something they changed the formula and they took out the formaldehyde yeah because look <laughs> look at this i still got curls i still got curls i know i literally did a keratin treatment last this weekend yeah on sunday yeah well see most of the time keratin so there's like keratin like there's like a smoothing one and there's like anti-frizz like on, Lo, like oh, on lily yeah. i use the anti-frizz because it just it brings the hair down. down. Yeah, it kind of relaxes it a little bit, relaxes the curl a bit, gets rid of the frizz. So she still has a curl pattern, but it's not it's just more manageable. There's not so much of it. Yeah. If she wants to wear her hair down, by the end of the day, she's not, you know, a big old puffball. Yeah. Which then, is why like this, like I all I did was put a little bit of, a little teeny bit of oil in my hair and I yeah, was done. Yeah. I didn't put it I didn't do anything to my hair yeah. and it's not as right exactly child, yeah, if, yeah it will <laughs> real quick real easy yeah i know i know i like the, i like the wave and the curl better than just straight i know but as too. long as you take some of that volume out of it that's yeah. that's the thing that's the ticket my mom loves when my hair is curling yeah. she does not like the straight yeah but i'm also like well then lady you when i was growing up you literally cut my hair Sure. So yeah. it's not like I grew up with like all these curls. L- learning how to deal with curls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And God bless my grandma. <laughs> she the you know magic. <laughs> she would put the the Lester's pink oil mix oh, in my yeah. hair and she yep. would um take the hot comb one time, burnt my Ooh. you know, because she just didn't know like how to deal with yeah, my type of hair. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they were just like, Well, let's just cut his hair. <laughs> just give it a short. It. Right. That is so funny. Well, I'm around. So when your kids, you know, when they've got hair, whatever it looks like, I'll be able to help you take care of it. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's going to be like, <laughs> my daughter's going to be like, 
dad's trying to cut my hair. Right, I know. I'm gonna, you call me if your dad tries to cut it or if he brings this chemical or this chemical near you. Sending, sending pictures to the iPad. Exactly. Let me know if you've seen if any you of see these, these products in the house. Right. You run into the bathroom, you lock the door, and you call me. I'm on my way. I'll be right there. <laughs> Solomon put the just for me down. Exactly. Call you. I know what you're doing. They called me. <laughs> Leave them babies alone. <laughs> oh my god. A mess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it. I'm thinking. What is this weekend? Um, nothing. Um, my friends here right now. We're going to plan for our trip to Japan. Japan. And so um, oh, and I'm going to my mom's house tomorrow because she has my Christmas ornaments. And <laughs> I was looking and I was like, there's some things missing. And I forgot she um, had both Christmas trees up while I was in New York. I mm. left my Christmas tree mm-hmm. with her. And so when I went this past weekend <laughs> to go pick it up, I said, oh, where are the ornaments? She said, I don't ornament. I don't ornaments. I don't know what you're talking. About. I don't know where they are. Oh. I said, "Mom, it has to be in the attic or something." Right, right. And so I found the little box for it, and then I opened. It and I said, "These are not all of it." So now I know what she was talking about. Oh, that's funny. So I got to go into the house and go scavenger throughout my my parents' attic. My parents mm-hmm. have so much stuff in there. Dang. So. I know this is crazy. It's like October, but I just mm-hmm. know I, if I don't get this Christmas tree up by Won't November happen. 1st, it's a wrap. Yeah. It gets really busy. So busy. Between your holiday sale, Solray, with just Thanksgiving and holidays and all the hustle and bustle. It's like, yeah, once yeah. It, the days just kind of start melting. Trying to go other. to Japan. Yeah. Your trip. Trying to record IVF stuff. IVF stuff. Yeah. Recording. Video recording that. Yeah. We've got all a lot. Everything that we're doing. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Everything we planned, but we planned horribly. <laughs> Everything we planned to do has started right at the holidays. Yeah. But you know, when I look at our little 12 month plan, yeah. um, we're kind of, we're still on track. We are. With everything. Yeah. I think know? we're like one month off and that's only because the previous cycle that I did for brand just, it was a month later than we were yeah. expecting. So everything got pushed a month, but for it to just be a month change and as much stuff as we planned yeah. to be as on track as we are is amazing. And I'm just still thinking like, what else can we do? Yeah, no, all the time. Yeah. Like we could do this. We could add this. We could make this yeah. better by adding that. Mm-hmm. I already have my own little personal projects. I already have a song coming out. I already have a yep. children's book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of shit. Yeah. So it's like, what else can a Capricorn do? Exactly. I know. Stay tuned. Right. You'll see. And on that note, um, <laughs> I didn't even check if we have listener letters, but if we do, um, we will look at, we'll do them for next week. Yeah. If you want, please write into the show at lifeinprogressshow at gmail.com. And we would love to answer your questions. Yeah. Um, or even if you have like a story time or things that you want to share, feel free to write it in at lifeinprogressshow at gmail.com. Yeah. And you already know where to find us online. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of about it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Um, No. Leave Solomon alone on Ooh. Snapchat. That's what I want to say. <laughs> let's let's get into our high notes and low notes. Let's do oh, that right yeah, now. Yeah, we do. We got yes. high notes and low notes. Yes. Okay. So yes. 
I'll go first. My high note. (laughs) My high note is um, just having finally having a week to breathe and kind of recalibrate. Everyone's well and not in a hospital, not sick. Right. So, yeah. So I finally am just kind of getting my feet back under me and kind of just getting back to my normal flow of things, um, which is so important because as many places I have spinning all the time and the kids and everything, like as soon as something is not to plan, it like just kind of has a domino effect and I hate it. So my high note is definitely that life is just getting back to normal. Um, my low note is <laughs> Solomon's face is hilarious. Wow. My low note is people and their opinions. That's what my low note is. Because here's the thing. Uh-oh. We put, <laughs> we put ourselves out there, of course, in front of people. And, and, you know, everybody says, well, when you make things public, you have to be ready for opinions and backlash and this and that. But you also have to understand that, like, we share things f- for people that aren't seen. You know, we like to share things to give visibility to people that aren't seen. We like to make sure that the things that we are doing are going through that are relatable to some. Um, it, it just gives them, a, oh, I'm not, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one going through this. I'm not the only one who feels like this. I'm not the only one dealing with this. And, you know, that's really why it's done. And at the end of the day, we are still people. You know, I think especially you and I, we're so, we're funny, we joke about a lot, we're able to make light of things that are difficult for us. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes people forget that we still are humans and we still have feelings. And it's kind of like... You know, for, for, for those of you that have siblings, it's like you can be mean to your siblings. But you, yeah. But can't nobody be mean to your Come siblings? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how it is. It's like just because we laugh about certain things or poke at certain things with each other or within ourselves or are able to like be self-deprecating, it doesn't mean that we're opening ourselves up to that from basically strangers. And I know people get a level of familiarity and comfortability because we are so open and we do share so much. People feel like they know you and can say whatever and kind of, you know, all of that. But at the end of the day, like we are still all strangers. (laughs) You don't, you know us to an extent, but you don't know us. And more importantly, we don't know you. And so, (laughs) so, you know, just keep that in mind when you share an opinion, when you have something to say, because I've seen some things that have been said to my baby daddy on Snapchat (laughs) (laughs) that are just not kind, whether it's an opinion, whether it's a statement, whether it's a judgment of a decision he's making or something that he's doing for himself um, you know, just take a moment and think about the fact that this is going to someone with a heart, a beating heart and, and blood that flows through their veins and a family and just that has feelings, you know, um, oh, you make me cry. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, cause it's like, I see some of the stuff people say and it's like, did you stop and think mm-hmm. before you said that? Like who raised you? <laughs> You know, maybe nobody. nobody. Like, are you feral? (laughs) To say some of the things that people say and to get so bold. It's like, you know, just stop and think for a moment. I was thinking not to cut you off, Uh but I was like, (laughs) 
if people really get it, like, Tia is a sweetheart, but she will <laughs> eat your ass the fuck on up. Sure will. You think I'm bad? <laughs> you think I will fucking him your ass the fuck up? Oh, I've seen this lady oh, yes. get somebody to smooth the fuck together yes. and it be yes. what we shared <laughs> last week when you were about to go off on that one person. Uh-huh. And you sent that long. I said, yes. oh my God. Yeah. And a friend of mine was like, yo, shh. It might be suicide watch. <laughs> it might lady. be. It might be. It might be suicide watch. Yes. And yes. I was like, mm, let me read it. Let me see what you were about to send. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> she might be playing in traffic. She might be. Mm-hmm. Might be a long walk yeah. off a short bridge. <laughs> yeah. 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 So watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch who you're talking to. <laughs> like take a take a pause. Take a moment to reflect on the things that you're about to say and press send on. Cause it's Sometimes it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was somebody, and I'm not going to say what their name was, but there was somebody on Snapchat last week, and it was like their general comment wasn't the problem, but they got a little spicy towards the end. And it's like the way that it's said and all the extras are so unnecessary. And it's like, that's really a person. And to be perfectly honest, I know you wouldn't say that shit to our face. Like, I beat your ass. So <laughs> if that's not the truth, you know, like I need everybody when you decide to say shit to me or to Solomon or to really anybody on the Internet, pretend like you're saying it to someone's face. Yep. And if you really think that you're not going to get popped in the mouth, then send it. If you think there's a chance, maybe rework it. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like that's it's really that simple. Like, just just be a decent person and realize that every opinion doesn't have to be shared. The Amen. end, you know, that's what your eye knows, Luna. Amen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let me see. Maybe I need to start. I feel like I'll start off on a low note. Um, what was my low note of the week? <clears throat> um, re- you know what it was? I mean, it's not really, I, I, I know I say this all the time on my own podcast, but, um, it was two nights ago. I just hit a, like a break. I just worked so much. I just did a bunch of stuff, just a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff as I normally do. And it was like 10 30 and I just felt super guilty. I said, do not stop working. But I was like physically tired. Yeah. I was up at nine, which is, you know, that is <laughs> best, really early. That's with the chickens for you. But I had to take a phone call at mm-hmm. nine, which mm-hmm. they only had nine o'clock available. Right. Otherwise it was <laughs> next week. And needless to say, I was just kind of like really feeling guilty of like wanting to stop work or like stop doing something at 10 30. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. But I mean, I don't want to say that's, I mean, it's not super duper low, but that was probably like my only low note of the week. Yeah. Um, my high note get, literally was yesterday hanging out with um, little Nori. She is yeah. just the happiest. Oh. I won't look at you. I know. She's amazing. She's just the happiest little girl. And she is. You can see it. It's just, it's, I think it's a good, um, and it just makes me feel good that like, she's just going to just live and around people who it's so love her and just to see like kids who are just happy at such a young age. And like, you know, like I granted she's only four months, but 
not cranky. Yeah. Not upset. Not uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, just super duper comfortable. Good so life. sweet. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, warms my heart. I love that. So I that's know. my little high note. I love that. You know, she's the sweetest little thing. I saw her on your story. Is that is that my Nori? Like she's so big. I know. She's just getting so big. And Gosh, that's just such a fun stage is like when they really start to kind of develop a personality and be more active and more responsive to, you know, the stimulation around them. It's Mm -hmm. just it's so fun to see that like that that little change in them and i know yeah she's just the sweetest thing she just be chilling and smiling and serena almost didn't bring her and i was like what that's the only way you can get in (laughs) right she's like oh i'm on my way i said she's like oh well you know someone's so quick watching i said i didn't want to say it because i'm like i get it like you know trying to work and you know yeah but i was like (laughs) that was like today when i was like you were like oh i'm on my way i said the girls can come. I know. I know. You're like, That's you're right. like, you can bring the kids. You're like, Lola's coming. I said, okay, great. Yes. yes I know. <laughs> yes. I know. Ugh. I was like, fine. Let me, let me bring at least one of them. <laughs> but yeah, that was my um, high note and my low note. Yay. And once again, if you guys have any questions um, or want to write into the show, please send it in at lifeinprogress at gmail.com. Yes. And until next week, you guys. Later. See you later. Bye.